Hi, and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast that gives you tips and tricks for how to start, grow, and sell your online business. Also take a look at our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more info around how you can make your business better. But for now, here's today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 151, how to pay for your new business idea without a bank loan. Okay, so today I wanted to go through some methods out there where you can get funds and money for your business. Now, whether it's a new business that you want to start up and based on an idea that you've got or whether it's an existing business that you are interested in and you want to buy. So we're going to go through some methods around all of all of this. And um, these are kind of the not traditional methods. These are new methods and um, anything outside of going and visiting that bank manager that you don't want to do. So anything that's not a bank loan is what we're going to run through. Okay, so let's get into it. First one is crowdfunding platforms. So these days, there's a lot of websites, and the examples are Kickstarter, Indiegogo, and GoFundMe. So all of these, and there's plenty more, they basically allow entrepreneurs to showcase their business ideas and then attract financial support from a wide audience. So what you can do is you can go on these uh, websites and you can create a compelling campaign and you can offer rewards or equity in the business and effectively market your project. People will then put funds towards you and you'll get an overall sort of um, fund that will slowly build from a number of individuals. So crowdfunding platforms is a way you can build mo- money for your business. But you need to have a good idea and you need to be able to sell that idea. So have a think about how you could set yourself up well on that in that situation and best promote what you've got to offer um, because without that sort of really good sale of what you're trying to do, it's hard to get people interested and, um, you know, that are going to support you. Okay, so number two, peer-to-peer lending. So this is another one which has started to get some traction in the last five to 10 years. So basically what peer-to-peer lending platforms do is they connect borrowers directly with individual lenders. So these platforms enable you to access funds by presenting your business plan and and credit worthiness to potential lenders. So rather than a bank, you're actually going out to the public and because, I mean, there's people there that have got money and they want to lend it, um, but they want to do it in a certain secure way. And these peer-to-peer lending platforms help um, achieve that. So basically, they cut out the traditional financial institutions like banks because they allow more flexible terms and potentially lower interest rates. So something to look for in these ones would be Lending Club or Prosper, uh, another one's Funding Circle. So all of these platforms connect the two people between borrowers and lenders and it's well worth going and having a look at because it might just be the opportunity you need to get your business started through peer-to-peer lending. Righto, so the third one, angel investors. So angel investors are high net worth individuals. So basically they invest their personal funds 
into promoting startup ventures. So it's a bit like the peer-to-peer lending that we just talked about. But a lot of the time with these angel investors, they don't off, they don't only just bring financial support, but they bring their industry expertise or their connections and their mentorship. So angel investors are sim- very similar to like the TV programs, you know, Shark Tank and all the rest of it. So um, you've got basically in, in Shark Tank, you've got... Um, you know, four or five or six angel investors there that have got a heap of money and they have these people turn up and they, you know, present their idea and and then the angel investor will choose whether to go with them or not. So you don't need to go on Shark Tank to hit up angel investors. They're out there. So basically, if you want to attract angel investors, you need to have your compelling business plan, a scalable idea. And that's important because these guys are always looking to scale. They want to start small, but throw money and expertise at it and grow it to something really big. So if you're just wanting to buy a little business and keep it the same level, angel investors are probably not the way to go because you need that clear strategy for growth because that's what they're interested in. So what you can do is you can engage with local entrepreneurial networks, um, you know, attend these pitch events, and even leverage online platforms like AngelList, as an example, to connect with these potential angel investors. Okay, number four is venture capitalists or VCs. So these are basically firms or funds that invest in high potential startups in exchange for equity. So they typically focus on businesses with significant growth potential, just like the angel investors we talked about, um, and a scalable business model. That's the key thing. So they want to really see that scale, the ability to really grow the business. So these VC firms pretty much provide the funding and the expertise to help you succeed. Um, But you would really have to have a really solid track record um, and a really well-defined market opportunity because they won't go for any old person. They want to have people that have done this before, um, you know, and have a track record and and a really good idea. So you've really got to go in there with some experience if you're going to go after venture capitalists. Okay, now the other one, number five, would be small business grants. So a lot of governments now have organizations or sub-organizations that do small business grants. So these are often, you know, offered by government agencies or non-profit organizations and even some corporations. Pretty much these grants can provide funding for specific business sectors or innovative ideas or even social impact ventures. So so what you can do is you can research grant opportunities uh, relevant to your industry and location and carefully review the requirements set out by these um, business grants and the deadlines, and then you can apply to them as long as you kind of tick all their boxes because they are quite hard to, um, you know, to get in with if your what you're looking at doesn't fit within their sort of um, requirements. So it's worth doing a bit of research and putting a compelling proposal together. Um, make sure that when you do a proposal to any small business grant that it aligns with the grantor's objectives. So there'll be certain objectives that that um, organization will be focusing on. And so your proposal has to align with that. And if it doesn't, they will be pretty unlikely to give you a grant, but it's another option anyway. 
Okay, the sixth and final one is bootstrapping and pre-sales. Okay, so what's bootstrapping? Well, pretty much you're relying on your personal savings and I guess revenue generated by the business itself to fund its growth. So you've got to be frugal if you're bootstrapping. You've got to be resourceful and you've got to be able to generate early income. So what it's doing is, you know, if you're buying a website, you you know, you might be able to scrape up the funds to, to get a deposit down. Um, you would need to rely on something we talked about in the last episode, 150, which was allowing for a bit of seller financing. So you put a deposit down and then you rely on the, the business that you're buying. It's revenue it's generating you will put that back and pay for the remaining price that you know you're buying the business off the seller for so um you know a lot of sellers will do this they'll allow you to do 12 months um, seller financing and it gives you that 12 months to use the business's revenue to pay off the rest of the sale price so that's an option um i think the key thing here is you know you what you can do is um, if it's a startup, you can leverage some pre-sales, you know, and that would secure you some funding by pretty much offering your products or services to customers before they're fully developed. Um, and some of the crowd um, crowdsourcing platforms uh, do do that. They they um, they allow for that sort of uh, pre-sale and and selling orders before the actual product's done. So the the crowdfunding ones are, are similar or aligned to that sort of pre-sale sort of thing. But what it does, it gives you immediate revenue and validates your market for the demand of your offering. So these crowdfunding ones where you go and put a, a proposal out there and, you know, if you sell a whole heap of it, you've pretty much um, gone and looked at your market and you've immediately validated that, that you've got something here. You've got something that people want. So it gives you a considerable amount of confidence going forward with the product because you know you've got all these pre-sales anyway. You've got money from them to generate um, the production of the product. And then you know you've also got market demand um, because you've got the pre-sales. So you're pretty confident that the business will continue to go well after you know, you've know you've paid back and, and well, not paid back, you've pr provided the products that you've pre-sold. So that's, an, that's another idea, that pre-sale idea. So... I guess when we look at all of these ways that you can pay for your new business idea without a bank loan, it's important to note that all of them come with their advantages and disadvantages and considerations. You know, you've got to look at what your specific business needs are and what your growth trajectory is and what your tolerance to risk is and maybe work out which one of these that I've talked about today would suit you and where you're going, because obviously they don't all suit every situation. So in summary here, basically we've gone through the new methods to fund your business, um, you know, crowd for, crowdfunding platforms, peer-to-peer -peer lending, angel investors, uh, venture capitalists, small business grants, and bootstrapping or pre-sales. So have a look at these, you know, if you're interested in any of the ones I've said today, do a bit of Google searching around, jump onto some of these ones that have platforms that support them. So the crowdfunding ones, they've got those platforms there, go and have a look, see, you know, see what offers are out there, see how people have set them up. Um, because a lot of the time, things that are working already on those platforms um, are worth 
copying in terms of the way that they've set up their business pitch. So obviously you'd have a different business idea, but the business pitch um, would be worth looking at and seeing how people are doing it. Okay, so that's all we've got time for in episode 151, how to pay for your new business idea without a bank loan. If you need some additional help, go to our website, emilyandblair.com. There's a heap of content on there and you can touch base with me for a free 30-minute phone consult if you need some help with your business, if you're looking to start a business or if you're looking to buy a business or if you've already got a business that you want to grow. Okay, guys, that's all we've got time for today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Elevating Business. Make sure to check out our resource website, emilyandblair.com, for more tips and tricks for how you can grow and make your business more successful.